You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. When you're a new podcaster, you may need a little help setting everything up. Like us at Into Tomorrow, you may want a company who's there when you need them who actually picks up the phone when you call. Well, that's Blueberry Podcasting. Call 1-877-729-8642 or go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. You're tuned into tomorrow during our 26th year on the air, bringing you the latest in cool consumer tech products and goodies available today and into tomorrow. This for the weekend of Friday, October 15th, 2021. I am Dave Graveline. I am Chris Graveline, and this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, high-speed satellite internet available where you live or work. Text RADIO to 35000 for more info. Again, text the word RADIO to 35000. You'll want to stay tuned, because just after this segment, we'll be chatting with Orly Tall, the CEO of Store.ai. They offer end-to-end digital solutions for grocers. She's going to tell us what that means and how it ultimately ends up helping us, the consumer. And what do you mean, we'll be chatting with well, you and the frog you'll be, in your you'll pocket? Be, you'll be chatting, and I'll be sitting back listening intently yeah and <laughs> and working on the audio levels yes and video because she's yes. on video talking about it all right so do check that out coming up right after this segment of tech news and commentary and then of course more of your calls as well call in and participate by the way when you visit us at intotomorrow.com where you can also participate right from there hit that ask dave button and if you use that method we ask three things of you and they are your name how you listen to the show, and where you listen to the show. There you go. That's easy to do. And don't just say, Bob, I listen with my ears in my living room. Yeah, because that won't get on the air, and, <laughs> yeah. and therefore you don't qualify to win the goodies. But we have prizes. Stay tuned. We're going to tell you more about them. And they're, of course, listed in our tech newsletter, which is what I was getting to. Pop your email address only in the little box that pops up, and you'll get our tech newsletter. Watch for the subsequent email, because it's a double opt-in, because we don't spam you. Yeah. But first, some more tech news and commentary, because there's a ton of tech news. Apple just released an update for iOS and iPadOS 15.0.2, which fixes a security bug on Apple devices. Wait, this is a brand new update. There's already security bugs. Yes. Uh, Notably, Apple says that the bug, quote, may have been actively exploited, which means you should update your device right now. Yeah. Don't wait. Do it now. Uh, the update fixes a memory... Well, mem- after the show. Well, yeah. Or during the show, you can be doing it. Yeah. This update fixes a memory corruption issue that, according to Apple's support page, might have allowed some apps to, quote, execute arbitrary code with kernel privileges. Whoops. And I'm not talking about popcorn. No. Uh, what this means is that hackers could use the vulnerability to take over your iPhone or iPad. Updating your device should close that vulnerability. This is Apple's second security update in a month, following September's Pegasus spyware-related update. You know, to me... It seems a company as huge as Apple, with as many employees and the gazillion dollars that they make all the time, would have a department that would go through and say, all right, before we do another new iOS update, 
let's check for the various vulnerabilities that we're aware of and others that might could happen based on things and fix them before they go out. Well, look at Microsoft, which issues security updates to Windows like every week. I think every Tuesday. It's all update Tuesday. Yeah. We, we come into the office on Wednesday morning and wonder, why have all our computers reboot? Oh, that's right. Yesterday was Tuesday, <laughs> yeah. so it was another security update for Microsoft. True. It's not just Apple. I mean, I slam them anyway because that's my job. But it is also Microsoft. It's everybody that does software updates and operating system things. Come on, people, get it together. Yeah, but that's another regular reminder we should remind you about, in addition to backing up your data and checking your spam filters. Anything you have with an operating system, make sure that operating system is up to date with the latest security patches. Yep. Video gaming may become Amazon's most successful entertainment category. CEO Andy Jassy was telling a technology conference attendees as his company's online game, New World, has attracted millions of players daily. Amazon has had an uphill battle where game creation is concerned, but New World's reviews have been generally positive, and it was the most played Steam game during a recent period. So, good luck to them. And we talked with our guest last hour. I hope you didn't miss it. If you did, by all means, snag the podcast and check that out, or just listen to the guest segment itself at intotomorrow.com. And, and he brought up such a very cool point about, unlike anti-social media platforms like Facebook in general and Twitter and Instagram and all that, gaming is a social medium. Because if you're playing with other people, whether they're next to you or around the world, you're, you're being social. You're playing with them either on a team or against them, but it forces you to be social as opposed to the anti-social stuff. Yeah, well, and, and you'll want to stay tuned later in the hour, because our, our friend Alfred Poor will be here to tell us how gaming can be good for your health. Oh, with that, too. <laughs> so you see lots of cool stuff for you to know. A massive security breach at Twitch has exposed a wealth of information pertaining to the website's source code, unreleased projects, and even how much the top streamers make. Uh, as data analysts and journalists work to decipher what exactly is contained in the hundreds of gigabytes of information, others are still wondering how this happened. Such a breach seemed like it was likely to some. Uh, the Verge spoke to multiple sources who claimed that during their time at Twitch, the company valued speed and profit over safety of its users and security of its data. Well, there you go. How could that have happened? <laughs> well, because they're owned by Amazon. Yeah. And, of course, Twitch blames this uh, on an error to a server configuration, which is the latest in a series of security and moderation problems at this platform. Wow. <laughs> well, see, depend on Into Tomorrow to remind you of these things and use extra caution and care. Yeah. Scientists have created a prototype robot, get this, that can both walk and fly to demonstrate how it might one day be able to handle difficult tasks that other robots or humans can't do. That, according to findings detailed in Science Robotics and reported by Gizmodo, the robot called Leonardo, which is short for Legs on Board Drone, was influenced by characters in Astro Boy and Iron Man, and can be seen walking, flying down a flight of stairs, navigating a slack line, and riding a skateboard in a video showcasing its capabilities. So Leonardo may be the future. Stay tuned. We'll follow that for you, too. The team behind the password manager service, 1Password, has introduced a new feature called Psst. I beg your pardon? <laughs> Psst. How do you spell that? 
PSST. Exclamation oh. point. Oh, uh, oh, don't forget the exclamation <laughs> yes. point. Okay. Uh, this is designed to enable you to securely share passwords and items with anyone. For instance, if you'd like to share your Wi-Fi password with friends or visitors, all you need to do is open the share menu and generate a link to share your password. That link will expire in seven days, although you can choose to let it expire after 30 days, 14 days, one day, one hour, or after a single person has viewed it. Oh, I like that. Exclamation point. Yes. <laughs> All right. Very good. In a sign that competition among streaming entertainment providers will stay quite heated in the years ahead, Apple announced that it will roughly double its office presence in the Culver City area, where Apple TV Plus is based. I'm sorry as I crack my voice during this head cold. Sore throat and congestion, but hey, what can I say? Apple said that the headquarter. There I go again. Apple said that the headquarters will include 550,000 square feet across two office buildings and will house teams working on Apple TV+, Apple Music, Engineering, and Artificial Intelligence. In other Apple news, according to a report from Bloomberg, the chip shortage is hitting the iPhone 13, with Apple reportedly unable to get enough parts to hit its planned manufacturing goals. Apple had originally planned to produce 90 million iPhones in the final months of 2021, but it's reportedly slashing that number by 10 million due to supply issues with chips from Broadcom and Texas Instruments. While the primary A15 Bionic chip in the iPhone 13 is manufactured by TSMC in Taiwan, there are plenty of other chip-based components inside the phone that come from other sources. Texas Instruments and Broadcom are responsible for several key components, including chips that handle display power management, Face ID's laser array, USB connectivity, wireless power, and more. Wow. Yeah, the chip shortage is causing more and more problems for just about every industry you can think of. Mm -hmm. And it's not getting better anytime soon. That's the sad part. Stay tuned as Into Tomorrow continues with another cool interview up next. Guys, by now, you've heard the great news. If you've wanted to try Viagra or Cialis, but were worried about the price, Blue Pills Direct can finally give you the results you've been looking for. Why pay almost $15 per pill when you can get the same results you need for only $2 per pill? That's right. Call today and receive 50 blue pills or 50 yellow pills for only $99. That's only $2 per pill and saves you almost $500 from your local pharmacy. Why wait? Call 888-914-4247 today and finally have those breathtaking, toe-curling moments again and again. Call 888-914-4247 right now and we'll rush your order discreetly packaged to your door. Just call 888-914-4247. That's 888-914-4247. Call 888-914-4247. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you in advance for calling in and participating on the program during our 26 years, bringing you the latest in cool consumer tech. That includes, of course, products and services and gadgets and gizmos and software and websites, all sorts of things as they relate to us consumers. Today, 
and into tomorrow. We love it when you participate. When you call in with any questions you have about anything involving technology, or perhaps you have some additional tips for one of our listeners, listeners helping listeners, some of our favorite calls. Maybe you just have some tech rage you want to share. And that's fine as well. We just want to hear from you. And there's so many easy ways. Let me share with you the three easiest ways to join us. Of course, the old-fashioned way still works. You can pick up a phone anywhere in North America. It's toll-free. 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Or on any device with a browser and a microphone. So that could be your smartphone, your tablet, your laptop, your desktop, your shoe phone, anything as long as it's got a browser and a mic. And then click on that Ask Dave mic button that's on the lower right of your browser there. And then we ask you to be sure to include your first name, where you're joining us from, and how you hear the show when you use that method. Or the easiest way is probably with our free Into Tomorrow app. Just search those two words in your favorite app store, Into Tomorrow. Download the app and participate that way. We sort of walk you through it. It's easy. Just mash that message to studio button and you're in. And of course, call in, win stuff is the mantra that we use because we love you to participate. And we send you goodies that are often provided by many of our guests and sponsors and friends of the program that provide us with cool things to share with you. The way the world shops is rapidly changing these days. Our next guest company is an end-to-end digital commerce solution for grocers. So this is something we all need. We all have to eat. Uh, we all, most of us at least, unless you can afford to have someone do it for you, which must be nice, uh, typically shop at a grocery store and get our food and prepare meals and do that sort of thing. Well, the CEO of a company called Store, without the E, store.ai, is Orly Tall. Orly, welcome into tomorrow. Thanks for coming on. How are you? Great, Dave. Thank you for inviting me over. It's our pleasure, and I understand you're joining us from Tel Aviv, so I'm assuming that's where the company is headquartered, yes? We're headquartered in Tel Aviv and in New York. Oh, okay. Terrific. So tell me a little bit about the mission as a company, and then let's get into how it is that you help grocers and then how it ultimately helps us as consumers. Sure. So Story AI, as you mentioned, is a customer-first digital commerce uh, solution focused on the grocery industry. Now, our solution includes an e-commerce platform and an advanced fulfillment solution. And what does that mean? It means the app that the the pickers are actually using in order to pick your online orders. And together with that, an artificial intelligence engine that powers and personalizes the entire shopping experience. Uh, So we serve more than 200 grocers in multi-geographies in the U.S., Canada, Israel, um, and anything we develop in the company needs to serve both the benefits of the retailer, but just as much of the end consumers. And and the fact that these two correlate very highly is, is, is great. Oh, very cool. Now, tell me, though, a little bit early about what does that mean? You say a picking app. Uh, for those of us who I'm assuming it means picking or selecting products, is that what that is? If not, correct me. Precisely. You know, after you after grow after shoppers send out and check out in the in the web in their website, somebody actually needs to go through the store and pick the order. Oh, okay. And we developed this very sophisticated 
solution in order to make that very beneficial for the retailer, but just as much for you know, our consumers. So then what's unique about that particular picking app? Uh, because a lot of folks, uh, certainly in the U.S., might be familiar with various companies that will go around and, and collect the items that, as you mentioned, that you have selected from a website. Um, yeah. I know that there's a couple that do it in, in, uh, in our uh, probably more popular Publix supermarkets here in South Florida, for example. Um, and you can have folks, I mean, you still do your shopping online, which is good, but then they go and, and obviously pick these particular items, probably without not, not with the exact same finesse that you might do as shopping for your own stuff, but hopefully very similar. I mean, I've watched them in produce. They're, they're feeling the produce and hopefully getting you the better stuff uh, so that you will use them again. So, I mean, there is an incentive for them. But what makes this particular picking app different? Okay. So let me, t- let me try and, 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 and touch on all the friction points. Okay. Uh, because, you know, um, the, the picking is a place where you can create a lot of friction with the customer. And let's talk about um, the out-of-stock and substitution, which are a huge frustration for online shoppers. Sure. I don't think that the general public is fully aware of how challenging it is to run an accurate inventory in a grocery store. Your average grocery store uh, supermarket sells 30,000 products, and the inventory is constantly changing. So just imagine, it's it's a huge number of products. So how do we do deal with that? The store, the store AI solution is tightly integrated into the store's uh, point of sale. And so if just imagine that the store just sold five boxes of the Nestle cereal and it's out of stock, we know it. We know it immediately. And what we know how to do is automatically make it disappear from the website until it's back in stock. So we're preventing users from buying products that will not be delivered to them, you know, from the beginning. Right. Therefore, the the friction that you talk about, obviously, is now eliminated because it's not even there. So they're having to then, the, the consumer, it seems, would then have to pick something similar uh, select a different cereal in, in this example, um, and it would be in stock because you still have it on the site. Precisely. Okay. And, and in addition to that, we provide the picker, the, the person that is actually picking the order, an availability score for each and every order. So when the picker just finished picking, you know, one of the customer's orders, he needs to, he sees the availability score. So let's imagine that he got a 92%. That means that 8% of the order is missing. Now, he's not the only one that sees that score. Also, his manager sees it. Hmm. And if it's below a certain score, the system will prevent the picker from from completing the order and sending it out to the customer. Um, So managers have the ability to monitor the orders before sending it out and doing some quality assurance. Uh, and and that may and, and, and making sure that they're getting happy customers. So the out of stock is a huge frustration, I think, for all of us as as shoppers. 
Oh, for sure. But but it seems to me that some of the order is better than none of it, right? If you say it, it prevents the picker, uh, what a bizarre job description, but uh, but obviously it's what it is. Uh, yes. It prevents the picker from completing the order if it's if it falls below a certain thre- a certain threshold. It seems to me that if I'm the consumer, I'd say, well, at least get me what you can, you know, and I'll work on getting the other stuff somewhere else or, you know, another day or something of that sort. Would that not be the case? Exactly. And and sometimes, you know, and so why do we show that score? Because sometimes, you know, customers are not getting the products they ordered, not because the products are actually not in the store, but because the picker just couldn't find them in the store. Uh, huge stores, huge catalogs. Yeah. So our system navigates the, pick, the, the picker, the shopper, and just like Waze does, you know, like you would, you know, go somewhere mm-hmm. and helps the picker find each and every product quickly and accurately. So, um, so, so you see how this product serves both the retailers and the consumers because high availability scores means that, you know, uh, you know, you get higher customer satisfaction. Oh, okay. um, so, so, again, finding the right products and sometimes, you know, just, yeah. You you, so, mentioned, uh, you mentioned that uh, grocery stores have an average of some 30,000 products. I'm, I had no idea. I mean, I think I buy way too much when I go grocery shopping. But <laughs> I, I didn't think in terms of that they have that many products there. And it kind of makes sense, sure, because it might be the same thing but a different brand. That's another product and, and that kind of thing. Uh, or categories of products or otherwise. That's a lot of stuff to keep track of. We're talking with Orly Tall, the CEO of Store.ai. That's store without the E, dot AI. And we'll continue our discussions. Please stay tuned as Into Tomorrow continues right here. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Here's why. Dish has the nation's lowest TV price, along with an award-winning DVR that can skip commercials, record eight shows at once, and get access to thousands of movies at your fingertips. Cable simply can't even compare. So the smart choice is to cut the cable and get Dish. Plus, you get all these great TV features, free HD DVR upgrade, free installation, and free movie channels. Say goodbye to cable and get more with Dish TV. Call 855-212-6536. 855-212-6536. As an added bonus, you can switch to Dish now and receive a $50 Visa gift card. So call now and get Dish TV. 855-212-6536. 855-212-6536. That's 855-212-6536. Limited time offer, 24-month commitment, and credit qualification required. Cancel fee, monthly equipment fees, and other restrictions apply. Promotion can change at any time. From our Miami studios to our discussions with our guest from Tel Aviv, Israel, the CEO of Store.ai, we're talking to Orly Tal. 
does it also help to improve efficiency in terms of ordering more next time? Or is it a, a scenario where you're able to maybe track, are these seasonal only kinds of things or holiday coming up? So you better anticipate more of this, this and this, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, do you get involved uh, to that extent? Of course. And as I mentioned in the beginning, one of the things that we have is a, is a personalization and personalization engine. And that personalization engine serves a few places. So first of all, it influences the entire customer experience, shopping experience. So when the customer shop it checks out, one of the things that the system knows how to do is to suggest all the products that the customer probably forgot to put in the cart based on their purchasing history, based on their lifestyle, even based on their purchasing uh, frequency. Hmm. So let's just imagine that, you know, I'm buying detergent every three weeks and I and I forgot to put the detergent this week. The system will will notify me and suggest me to put that detergent and also suggest products that I usually buy that are on sale and and, and all, all kinds of other suggestions. So that's in terms of enlarging the, you know, the, the basket, the basket value. But. This is the one. This is one of the most beloved features, you know, that of our, of our customers because they're just becoming more lazy. Say, oh, the system will just remind me. You know, <laughs> they, they just they, they just know perfectly, yeah. and uh, so it's a perfect experience. But if we're going back to the fulfillment, to the, the picking, uh, you know, picking your order, so um, sometimes products are missing and need to be replaced. Now, the major problem here is that the consumers are getting irrelevant substitutions. And in most cases, they are based on the picker's decision. You know, he's just sitting, he's standing around, you know, in front of the shelf and saying, oh, what should I select? And that shouldn't be the case because he, she don't know my preferences, my yeah. preferences. Yeah. So in these cases, what the product, you know, when the product is missing, our system provides the picker with personalized substitutions, and these are tailored for each for the specific customer uh, the the picker is 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 picking for, and um, so and and that's of course a whole new ball game. It's you know you're getting something that is exactly what you would select if that product was missing. So that's where it sounds like a, a lot of the AI or artificial intelligence plays that important role uh, as part of that machine learning, whether it's my habits, which some people might think, well, gosh, that's really getting private, isn't it? Well, do you want the helpfulness, which I would, you know, if it's like, well, Dave, you always get peaches, you love peaches, but you didn't put that on your order. Oh, yes, please get me some. Oh, sorry, they're not available now till December, <laughs> you know, or whatever. But at least it's reminding me of something that I might frequently get, or every time I'm going to the grocery store, I'm getting 2% milk. It's not on your list. Do you not need it? Uh, so that I can see how that could be very, very helpful to the consumer. And then as a result, obviously to the retailer, because they're selling another product that perhaps I forgot, or maybe I'm just being reminded and say, you know what, let me run and check. You know, yes, I do need more milk, you know, whatever. Uh, either way, I can see where that can be very, very handy. Uh, so kudos for you guys on, on doing that. I think the idea of helping the picker is important as well, because yeah, I've seen them in, in the stores, you know, saying, well, I mean, sometimes they'll talk to themselves even. Well, I don't, they don't have that. 
ah, I hope they like this. You know, well, that's that's not the way to do it, right? Maybe there's a food allergy involved in the other item that they picked, or any number of things, or they just don't like the taste, or they they don't want to buy that brand. You know, they're they're too woke or something. Whatever the case, you know, there are reasons why the customer asked specifically for what they ask for. Uh, so it's good that you guys are able to get into that. I'm wondering though about it almost comes up, I think, in, in nearly every interview these days about how the pandemic has has affected things. Um, how has e-commerce in this case affected the grocery industry? Uh, has it changed dramatically because of COVID-19 pandemic? Well, that's a, that's a great question. So just to set the scene, you know, for years, nothing was really happening in online grocery. Mm-hmm. And it was really a small fraction of the overall business, two to three percent and actually grocers were actually reluctant to go online and for a very good reason because their customers i mean us we were doing all the hard work walking through the aisles <laughs> picking the orders standing in line paying and even delivering the goods back home sure so but 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 covid has changed the course of the events and today online grocery is crossing the 10% and is expected to double itself in the next three to next uh, 3 to 4 years so yes, there's a, a huge change, and we also sh- see a shift in shoppers' behavior. So more customers are becoming hybrid customers, cu- customers that are buying online and in the store. Sure. And you know, sure. in the near future, everybody's going to be hybrid. And and our, now our retailers are reporting a decrease in in-store visits, hmm. and and customers feel more comfortable with using digital tools you know it's 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 like a revolution yes and and even the uh, the average basket value has risen by in in our case with our customers by 22 percent so it's nice for much and and i think that the last i think that i'd like to, to to point out is that there's also a shift in customers expectations regarding the last mile uh so one hour delivery is suddenly a must Yes. Yeah. We don't want to Uh, wait. We have no patience. It's like I want my groceries or anything now. (laughs) I I remember when Amazon used to do that and then they got to like two or three days and people were like, whatever it is, what it is. Well, everybody needs to get back to that. You know, we we want our stuff now. It's not unrealistic, I don't think. It's yeah, it's it's going to be very interesting to see how this course of event, you know, uh, figures out. So um, I'm, I'm very intrigued. Good. Personally. Well, terrific. Uh, Orly Tall is the CEO of Store.ai. It's store without the E. Apparently, the E's were more expensive. Store.ai. And we'll get you there, too, when you visit into tomorrow.com. Orly, thank you for some very interesting insight. Uh, I mean, everything from 30,000 items in the average grocery store to only 2 or 3% were doing it online. Uh, and that certainly, one would expect, increasing more and more and certainly will increase more. And I also get the fact that retailers want you in the store, if you can, if you want, if they can get you there, because you're going to buy more. I mean, how many times we might say, well, I need three or four items, so online we're going to click, 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 and buy. But if we're in the store and we're passing other items, oh, that looks good, or this is on sale, or, oh, I'm in the mood, you know, never shop hungry, right? Uh, <laughs> but you end up with more stuff. And, of course, 
now they're also still making us do the work by self-checkout. But that's a whole other show, a whole other interview. But thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us from Tel Aviv and, and shedding some really cool light on this issue. Dave, it was a pleasure. Have a great day. You thank too. You. Oh, thank you very much. Store, S-T-O-R dot A-I is the website, as in artificial intelligence. And of course, visit us at intotomorrow.com. You'll see the interview with Orly and, of course, the link to their site. I'm Dave Graveline, bringing you further into tomorrow. There's much more to come. Stay tuned right here on the Advanced Media Network. You don't need to be tech savvy to record and publish your own podcast, but we're guessing listeners of Into Tomorrow would pick it up pretty easily. And it's also less costly than you might imagine. Plans start at just $12 a month. Go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com to start your free trial. Welcome back into tomorrow with the stuffy head cold. Again, I'm saying I hope it's a head cold because I've done the Rona thing already, you know, last year. Enough already of that, Uh, even though I'm one of them long haulers. So who knows? It could be whatever. But it just feels like, you know, the typical cold that we haven't heard much about in the last couple of years. Who's had a cold? Nobody. Very few. I think it caught up to me. And of course, sitting across the table from me right now, I'll probably be in with a cold next week. Thanks. Ho- hopefully not. I'm trying not to breathe here in the studio. Yeah. I'm just enunciating and doing what I, whatever it is I got to do. Huh. And by the way, a reminder, always back up your important data and always check your spam filters, not only for anything that might be coming from graveline.com, like our once a week tech newsletter, our prize closet team, that sort of thing, but from family and friends that you haven't heard from and you wonder why. Just check your spam filter periodically and say such and such is not spam. Darn it. Get it through. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by our podcast partner, Blueberry Podcasting. We couldn't be happier with their service. Check them out if you're looking to start a podcast. Visit blubrry.com. And as Chris alluded to earlier, playing video games too much can be bad for your health. Or can it be? A new study shows how they might help, actually. With this week's Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute, brought to you by Dexcom, here's Alfred Poor. Thanks, Dave. Generations of teens have had parents complain about the time they spend playing video games. Get off that couch and get some exercise. Well, a new study shows that playing some video games can actually be good for your health. Researchers looked at a class of video games called Exergames, that require the player to be physically active in order to interact with the game. Think of dance competition or tennis games on the screen. The researchers enlisted two groups of type 1 diabetics. The control group ran on a treadmill for 30 minutes twice a week. The experimental group played video exergames. The study showed that playing the video games was just as effective in terms of lowering blood sugar levels. The big difference was that the gamers reported they had much more fun than those pounding out the miles on a treadmill. Hmm. The Exergames group had better motivation and were more consistent in sticking with the program. Building games into other fitness and treatment programs could lead to better outcomes. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Alfred Poor. Back to you, Dave. Wow, thank you, Alfred. Now he's making me think 
that I should be into video games because I'd rather do that than walk on a treadmill or anything else, too. Yeah, but it has to be an extra game. Yeah, I know. That's true. So you're still exercising, <laughs> but you're having a little more fun doing it. I can't walk on the treadmill unless I'm watching TV anyway. It just that it just doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are fine with just listening to music. That's not my thing. So I've got to watch something, and that distracts me. And it really distracts me if I don't hold on sometimes because I find myself walking off the edge of it. Or, that's not good. But anyway, uh, the Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute is brought to you by Dexcom. The future of diabetes management is here. Visit dexcom.com to learn more. And while you're at it and online, be sure to sign up for Alfred's Health Tech Insider free weekly newsletter at healthtechinsider.com. Meantime, let's head over to Nashville, Tennessee. Greg, welcome Into Tomorrow. Hey, Dave and Chris. I'd like to know how to put my Wi-Fi on a timer. So I can shut it down uh, when I'm not at home and I'm not using it. That way I know nobody's using my Wi-Fi except during those hours I'm home. Uh, and you could also bring up maybe electrical interference, how close I sit near my Wi-Fi router, and I'm wondering how much electrical output that thing's putting can maybe cause me um, some uh, health issues. Well, Greg, to put your Wi-Fi on a timer, first of all, so it will only work during the hours that you're home, you'd need to go into your router. Routers usually have a setting for hours of operation. Older routers may have it as a standalone option, but typically modern routers group it with parental controls. You might want to look there. When you find the setting, you can just select on and off time so it will be ready for you when you're home. Alternatively, you can just unplug it when you leave and save yourself the trouble of having to dig through settings. Yeah, years ago, I would before I had all this smart home stuff, I would have my router plugged into an outlet behind my TV that was controlled by a switch by the front door. Uh, so when I would leave, i just turn the router off. When i come home, turn it on. But now with all these smart home cameras and everything, I can't do that. Yeah, true. Uh, but as far as the power coming out of your router, Wi-Fi routers on average out put 50 to 100 milliwatts of power. Now, that's far too weak to hurt you in any way. In fact, you can pick up a radio station around you, then that signal is probably hitting you with more power than anything your router can put out. Uh, don't worry about sitting too close to the router. Your phone talks back to it, and you live with it in your pocket, and that phone also outputs Bluetooth and cell signals, so your Wi-Fi won't hurt you. There you go. Unless you're using it to connect to, like, Facebook or Twitter. Then it'll hurt you (laughs) mentally, but otherwise not physically hurt you. Hopefully not. Anyway, so, Greg, let us know if uh, if that input worked out for you. And, again, a lot of folks have just said, you know what, just unplug it. But now keep this in mind. If you do have any Wi-Fi security cameras, they're going to not work when you're not home, when it's unplugged and that sort of thing. Or if you have any other smart home stuff that you want to be able to deal with. Maybe you want to set your thermostat higher or lower before you get home. You can't do that if there's no router connected. Yeah, so. The best thing is just to not keep it as an open network. Keep it secured. Keep a, yeah. you know, a high-security password on it that it's, that's hard for people to figure out. There you go. John now listens online. He says he used to listen on CKLW up in Canada, but now then they started selling their weekends, and we don't buy time on radio stations, so they're not carrying our show anymore. But he sends the following email. It says, looking for a video doorbell running only on battery power. Tried out a Ring Video Doorbell 3. Could not get it to hook up with Google or Alexa. Uh, tech support tried, but to no avail. Returned it, but still looking. Any suggestions? Wow. Well, John, you already tried one of the heavyweights of the market, so we'll suggest the other one. You can try Google's Nest. Their latest Google Nest Hello sells for about 200 bucks. 
You can obviously get it less and is built to connect to Google Home. The most interesting selling point for it is that it can recognize when a package is dropped off. So it will alert you of it being specifically a package so you know to go get it. Yeah, you can also try the Arlo Smart Doorbell. It's cheaper than the Nest, but have a look at the subscription they charge to access the recording before you make a decision. Uh, if you had trouble connecting the Ring to Alexa, you might want to make sure your connection reaches the door. The Ring should be able to interact with Alexa relatively easily, since it's one of the main selling points. And if the issue is the network connection rather than the device, then you'll probably run into trouble with any smart doorbell you try. Yeah, we have heard from a lot of listeners lately and some friends and so forth that realize that the problem is their Wi-Fi connection is not making it to a camera or a doorbell or both or what have you. So you need to look at that. And sometimes it might be as simple as just relocating your router yeah, or, or a Wi-Fi a access a point. system or something. But yeah. Especially outdoor cameras. And you, if you live in a house built with brick, these signals have a hard time getting through brick. Mm-hmm. So check that out as well, John. Maybe you have some options, if you can, to even move your, your router or your Wi-Fi access point and that sort of thing and see if that'll help solve the problem. Because it should all the way into tomorrow.com. During these difficult times, we understand how important it is to stay healthy and safe. With so many of us confined to our homes and not being able to work, we feel the financial burden more than ever. Many folks lost their jobs and businesses. Others were furloughed and some are working from home at reduced pay. Keeping up with your bills is not easy under these circumstances. If you have credit card debt and cannot keep up with your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros are here to help. Give us a call to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. Protect your credit and let us help you find a solution that fits your needs. We, your friends at Debt Fix Pros, are here to help. Let us take care of your credit card debt so you can focus on what is really important. Call for a free phone consultation at 1-800-539-9460. That's 1-800-539-9460. 1-800-539-9460. United we stand. 1-800-539-9460. This is Cameron Graveline. I bet that you have a question about anything involving consumer tech. Or maybe you want to help another one of our listeners with your experience with a similar problem. Call me anytime at 800-899-INTO. Yeah, call Cam. Yeah. Uh, we'll be the one to most likely answer the question, although Cam answered a question on the show last week or so, so he does as well. But, yeah, join us anytime. There's plenty of ways to participate and win prizes. So Chris is going to share with you, while we always say legally, no promises, no guarantees, but here's some of the goodies we've got stacked up for you this week. And mention two or three of them when you call, and we promise to do our best to get one or more of them to you. From Cosmo, we've got their Junior Track 2 smartwatch for kids. Uh, From CarLock, we've got advanced real-time car tracker and alert systems. WGP Glasses has provided Bluetooth audio sunglasses. Uh, From Diesel, we've got true wireless earbuds with touch control. And Elago has sent protective silicone cases for Apple TV and Apple TV 
TV Siri remote that look kind of like a vintage game control, like a like yeah, old Super Nintendo or something. They're very cool. I saw them the other day, and I went, well, since when are we doing gaming controls giveaways? I went, no, 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 they're, they're cases, for it, but they do look very cool. Yeah. So if you're one of those Apple fans, uh, we got that for you as well. And how does one participate? Maybe they've got a question to, to ask us about anything involving tech, or maybe they want to help another listener, or maybe just share some tech rage, or a couple of your favorite apps these days, and why you like them and recommend them. How does one best participate? Well, you could use our app. It's available on iOS and Android. Good. So it's into tomorrow. There's a message to studio button in the app that'll allow you to record it and send it right to us. You could call the phone. You know, some of those phones still call, make phone calls. Call the phone. Call the phone numbers. Numbers? Yeah, okay. Yeah, the, the what phone would number, they be? 800 into That's 800-899-4686. Or one of the most popular ways lately is to stop by our site and click that Ask Dave microphone. It's a little red microphone there. It's similar to the app. It'll allow you to record a message to send it right to us. And that is on our site at intotomorrow.com. And we need three quick things from you when you call. Your first name, where you're calling from, and how you hear the show. Yes. 